From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770-CHQR. Tell you what I was doing today. I was out at the Glencoe Golf and Country Club because it was their kickoff media day for the Glencoe Invitational. This is one of the top amateur tournaments in the country. It's been around for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, kicked off back in the 90s. This is going to be the 23rd playing of the Glencoe Invitational. Got to sit down with Greg Smythe. Greg Smythe is the founder. He's one of the organizers of the Glencoe Invitational. And I just asked him for a little bit of history on the event well uh, it was uh, first thought of as an invitational tournament back in the, the late 80s um, to give players from uh, Western Canada an opportunity to participate in a in a very well-run major amateur tournament to prepare themselves for the uh, provincial amateurs in in both uh, well all western provinces and and uh, effectively get them ready for for those tournaments and then into the uh, Canadian amateur which played in August and uh, it has evolved uh, over time from uh, a western uh, um, a western based tournament to a national based tournament and, and now we're uh, seeing international players play we have uh, quite a few from the US now uh, brought Dale Goring uh, along as part of the organizers of it uh, ten, 10 or so years ago, and he has uh, really done a wonderful job in bringing the uh, quality of play up and the quality of player up. Well, let, let's go back to, you know, the inception, because you and Donnie Price, what, were you just sitting here at the Glencoe having a beer, uh, talking about how we're going to build a great amateur event? Well, Donnie Price no, never drank beer, as you know. But, uh, actually, it brought it to his attention uh, back in the late 80s that uh, it would be interesting if the uh, uh, Glencoe Golf Club would have a tournament uh, of uh, presenting amateur golf, just like our downtown Glencoe Club does for, mm-hmm. for uh, squash and tennis and badminton and things like that. Um, and uh, uh, we, we uh, came up with an idea for it, um, uh, brought a gentleman by the name of Vince Ramscar on board, and he had been playing in the Canadian Amateur quite often and knew quite a few of the players from, from uh, around the world for that. And uh, we eventually uh, established the tournament in 92, um, for the for the Western Canadians and eventually all of Canada and internationally now. It is a challenge to keep something like this going for such a long period of time. Um, you obviously have a sense of achievement, a sense of pride, I'm sure, with this uh, with this tournament. Uh, what have been some of the challenges? Well, uh, the biggest one is sponsorship. Um, actually, let me sort of backtrack on that. The biggest uh, part of that would be the uh, the membership getting behind it the way they have and and allowed it to happen you know we take three days of four hours of tea times off their plate on on uh, during the summertime and it's it's very difficult but then the sponsorship of the event uh, initially uh, Gord Stollery from Morrison Petroleum was our initial sponsor and he sponsored it for four years and uh, that really gave us a toehold in, in keeping the uh, the event going then Jim Kinnear came on board and uh, with Pengrowth uh, he uh, Pengrowth sponsored us for another five or six years and then Jim took over on his own for a while and Jim left us 
medalist here about uh, six years ago, uh, left sponsoring the tournament. He's still right. alive, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, and and we've been struggling for uh, for sponsorship, uh, major sponsorship, um, since since he left. Although John Winrock from ATB has done a phenomenal job uh, in these last few years, and they upped their sponsorship this year, which has really been a boon to our to our tournament. We've got some local members, Barb Widowson, that uh, uh, is a lawyer, family lawyer here in town, and a, and a very devout member of the club and past uh, president of our downtown club, and she's done a wonderful job of uh, sponsoring and, uh, and, and trying to uh, get more sponsors for it. So, yeah, we're, we're struggling at that. The fact that you can give Alberta's best amateurs, you know, a world-class golf course to play with a world-class competition, that, I believe, is, is hitting your mission and your vision statement. That is so true. Um, and that is one of the reasons why uh, we, we keep getting the fields that we, we do. They'd like to come back and play this because it is a real challenge. Um, most of the, uh, the time the tournament is, is one with uh, one over, two over par. We've only had two winners that have been under par in, since the uh, establishment of the tournament. So, and and it, it is a, a true test of golf. Um, the um, attitude of, of the uh, players because of the way they are treated right from the, the get Go. The, the invitations, the, the uh, ability to play their practice rounds, the reception, the, the way they're treated with meals um, every day of the tournament, and then, of course, the, the wind-up uh, on Saturday where we have our prize presentation. And we, Throughout the week, we have a horse race on, on Thursday night, uh, two-man team horse race, and the winner, winning two teams of that, get automatic entry into the next year. Uh, we have skills competition on, on uh, Friday night, uh, and, and they all get involved in that as well. And, and let's not forget, some of the biggest names in Canadian golf have played right here at the Glencoe. Absolutely. Uh, the, the two uh, major names now on the Canadian Tour, uh, Adam Hadwin and, and Mackenzie Hughes, both winners on, on the Pro Tour, uh, have played here. Um, uh, Mackenzie Hughes won, won the tournament in 2012. Uh, Hadwin played in it twice, never won it. Uh, uh, David Hearn, uh, Nick Taylor, Corey Connors, uh, have, have all played in the in the tournament in the past. In fact, uh, we have uh, pushing 80 players in tournament on tours around the world now that are playing. Uh, uh, sorry, playing professionally on tours around the world that have played in this tournament. So it has been a, a sort of a possible stepping stone for a lot of them to to move on into professional golf. Great stuff. That is the Glencoe Invitational. Kicks off tomorrow, and of course it wraps up on Saturday about 3 o'clock in the afternoon if you want to head down to the golf course and uh, and watch these guys, because these guys are good and young and strong, and they hit the ball a long, long ways. All right, time to wrap up Sports Talk with Jock. Who's been bad in the world of sports? Sports Talk with Jock gives you the sports geek of the day. As we take a look at the weird, the wacky, the fun, just the plain stupid in the world of sports, and I have to be honest, I didn't give myself a lot of time here to get to the sports geek of the day, but how about a sports geek honorable mention to the Dutch reporter who was spying on Team Canada at the FIFA World Cup in France. He was caught spying from a bathroom. Uh, he was kicked out of the practice facility. Of course, Canada has a big game tomorrow. It's a huge game against the Netherlands. The winner wins Group E 
And the winner of the group will take on Japan in the round of 16. Japan ranked number 7 in the world. The loser will either play the U.S., more likely Sweden. Sweden ranked number 9 in the world. But the Sports Geek of the Day winner has to be these crazy baseball parents in Lakewood, Colorado. Have you seen this video? A brawl was caught on camera at the Westgate Elementary School on the weekend after a call was made by a 13-year-old umpire. The parents went crazy. These kids are seven years old, and the parents are fighting. It just blows me away. Anyway, the video is not that much fun. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Thanks so much for listening. You have a great night. We'll be back with you tomorrow night right here on 770 CHQR.